0: Weekly Weights with Bert and Hayes, we lift the weights and go on dates, and we are mates that educate and conversate, and it's our podcast! Weekly Weights with Alex
1: and Will.
0: Welcome to Weekly Weights, this is episode 100, which is an awesome milestone, so congratulations to us. My name is Alex Hayes, and joining me via Zoom is Will, as always, and joining us today via Zoom from Germany is Tim Kunatz. Jim, say hello. Hi. <laughs> hope I didn't butcher your name too much there. Please? I said, I hope, hope I got your pronunciation of your name correct there. Uh, Kornatz, Kornatz. Tim cool. Kunatz. So, Tim, for those who don't know you, do you want to just give an introduction to yourself?
2: Yeah, my uh, name is uh, Tim Kornatz from Germany. <laughs> I live uh, near Cologne. Um, I'm a powerlifter. Um, and a raw and equipped power lifter but um, the most of my time I do uh, raw power lifting or did raw power lifting up to now and um, I'm very introduced in all this um, yeah formula stuff uh, from um, the IPF and Germany and um, yeah and I made yeah. a new yeah
1: um you've been to worlds haven't you for power lifting is that correct
2: yeah, yeah. I uh, competed in uh, three world championships um, in uh, Minsk in uh, 2017, in uh, Calgary, Canada in 2018, and uh, last year in Helsingborg. And um, I did uh, two uh, European championships in classic powerlifting.
1: Wow. And what are your best lifts in which class?
2: Um, I competed in the 105. Um, Squad is. Um, 277.5 kilos uh, bench uh, 172.5 kilos and deadlift uh, 332.5 kilos and I was very often very close to a to a medal in deadlift but I missed it at uh, any time uh, well, both
1: been there the, not at high achievement but missing deadlifts
2: I, I did the last deadlift in Helsingborg uh, for the bronze medal because I was in the second group and um, the first group was faster and I did my last lift would have been um, 332.5 for a bronze medal and it was actually my personal best and I missed it so um, yeah <laughs> that well, sucks that, really
1: that's very frustrating but yeah. it's it's cool that you are an accomplished lifter and I think when we're when we're talking about things like the point systems. It's good to know that the people thinking about this stuff actually know what they're doing with a barbell. They can lift. Um, Now the reason reason that we asked Tim on the show is because the IPF have just announced that they're abandoning the reasonably new IPF points that they've been using. And they're going to create a new formula called good lift points. But when the IPF um, made an Instagram post announcing that, I clicked on it and nearly every comment was saying just use dots instead, just use dots, dots, dots. And people were tagging Tim. Um, and so I did a little bit of digging and it turns out that Tim has already created um, a formula that, that seems a little bit like an updated Wilkes score that just does a much better job. Um, and he's written a fantastic article, which you can read in English and I presume was initially written in German. Talking about the maths underneath his system, turns out it's already been adopted by a number of um, a number of federations to be used, and you can I think on powerlifting watch you can actually see your points reflected in dots now as well. So it seems to be a open system. Open powerlifting, that, yeah. Open powerlifting.
2: I've open it powerlifting.
1: Yeah. Um, but it seems to be a system that a lot of people are getting around. So Tim, Tim it appears is something of an expert on this whole topic, and having spoken to Robert Wilkes about what he does, we thought it'd be good to get somebody else in to shed some new light on this. So we'll start right at the very start. Tim, why is it so hard to develop a good point scoring system to compare lifters of different weights?
2: Yeah, it's um, it's very difficult to, to, to rate uh, different, um, uh, different um, results of different weight classes because um, the people are totally different in their size. And um, especially in powerlifting, everybody have to use the same bar with the same uh, diameter of the weights and um, the same wide and bench press. And they all have to do the same lifts depending on the body. So uh, your knees have to be locked. You don't have to put the bar like one meter. Um, and on top of that, very heavy lifter, for example, have to um, deadlift the bar um, around their legs because very big legs um it's it's harder to deadlift for example for heavier people and all these things coming together um make it very difficult and on top of that the data um it's not very even so you have a lot of people in the middleweight classes and not so much people in the very light and very heavy classes and of course less data to to analyze it and and that is very difficult to to make it uh, fair for everybody Um, and it depends a bit on the philosophy Um, like uh, if you want to have for every lifter who who talented he is that you you measure the talent um, like I, I think that would be the best so that you can see that the most talented lifters who make the same effort Like, um, I don't know, like a Ray Williams, do do a Taylor Edwards do more for being the best as a Ray Williams do, and uh, who have a better better, uh, foundation of the uh, and the the body constitution? And it's very difficult to see, um, how amazing is a lifter, um, yeah.
1: And what was it that prompted you? to to try and answer this question why did you think there's got to be a better way to rate powerlifting performances
2: i think we are we are all very into works for um like two decades and we are very into this formula and uh, we had a lot of time to to look at this formula and, and at some point um there were discussions about this formula because many people say it's unfair and um, some other people came up with ideas. For example, Greg Nichols with his allometric system. And I had a strong discussion on uh, on an internet forum uh, with some people about that, and that was a start to get into this whole topic. And I think it's very interesting. And um because it, it means a lot for, for many people to to have how many works you have. Um um how good are you um to compare each other um, i think it's it's just very interesting but also very hard to compare people um in a real competition like in the world games yeah um, as as i started i um i was the self i had to self, uh, the same opinion we um as um as the most of the people that wilkes um give a bonus to the very heavyweights, for example. And also the, the women classes seem to be not very, very stable. And as an, uh, I'm an engineer. I studied uh, aerospace engineering. And um, after analyzing the formula, you see some mistakes in it, like um, the formula of uh, the classic Wilkes formula have some changing points in the curve. And that's not logical for me. It's have to be very smooth formula. And uh, yeah I I got into this topic for for a couple of years but never thought of uh, doing anything about it. And um, I guess in 2018 uh, um, the IPF came up with uh, making a new formula and that was the start for me to to get interested in this topic again. Yeah and um, it was very fast then. then IPF points came out and I was very excited.
1: Um, may I ask when you say, when you say there were breaks in the formula for, for the Wilkes formula, or there were, there were, there were errors, what do you mean?
2: It's like, um, if you have a curve and, um, if you get heavier, the curve should be, um, going smooth down with a coefficient. Um, so, um, when you imagine, um, you have like a curve where you drive with your car, that um, you put your uh, put your car on in the one way, and uh, it it should be the same curve line. I mean, but in Wilkes there are two points where you have to go a bit back. It's it's still a left curve, but you have to go in the other side. Uh, go in the go <laughs> on the in the other direction for a bit. So um, so it's, it's not just, a um,
1: smooth curve. There's there's a couple of deviations is what you say
2: yeah yeah a, a little bit it, it it's not that that if you go heavier that you'll be um that you have a real um deficit to uh, a heavier that uh, that you're going to be um, uh, that a heavier lifter could be a better 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 coefficient but uh, the smooth of the the curve is just not not um the yeah the curve is just not um static
0: i understand so so tim what were some of the strengths of the
2: old Yorks formula, I guess it uh, was a very intuitive formula for um, every lifter. It's like it, it sounds very logical for most of the people. The people uh, accepted it for a very long time, and I guess there was no formula who was um, which was so um, accepted to the whole community. Uh, just with the known fact that the heaviest got a bit, yeah the heavy guys got a bit um yeah Favorite. got got a bit bad, more points from this formula um, and i think also the 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 range of the points like about 400 500 points um, it's a very good good um compared to the kilos you make it's it's very um good to compare each other to make i make 5 points i make 6 points more wilks now it's it's an improvement like in kilos um yeah and 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 that's it for for me um so so why so do successful. you think
0: the ipf decided to abandon uh the wilks formula and go to the ipf points in the first place
2: uh, in the first place i don't think it was a real um, scientific reason because um there was um a lot of um yeah fights against IPF and Robert Wilkes. (laughs) They don't really like each other. (laughs) And uh, there was some, um, I don't know the word uh, in the court when you fight against each other in the court. um, Lawsuit. Yeah, lawsuits, lawsuits against each other and Wilkes was banned from the IPF. And uh, because of this, he started a new federation uh, in Australia and and, in the world powerlifting. Yeah. Um, with his own rules and um, but the lawsuit goes on and on um, and I think uh, Gaston Parage, the president of the IPF just wanted to ban the word Wilkes in the rule book at first place uh, I think that was the main reason to, to change the formula
1: and so so they've decided to create IPF points yeah. They didn't. They didn't just get Wilkes points and modify them, did they? They sort of started from scratch. Um, how How was that system established?
2: Um, um. A member of the German Council in the German Federation and also in the IPF um, Executive Committee, Eva Spitt. She uh, was. Um, uh, yeah, she had the uh, the order to to compare different formulas and uh, a lot of uh, proposals uh, came in Um, for me i didn't knew (laughs) uh, that um, you can propose your own formula so that's the reason why dots wasn't in the first um, evaluation and uh, as i heard from it i asked eva to to tell me something about it um, but uh, she said no she can't tell me about it Um, they have so many proposals um, which are so good um, and um, I'm too late and I have not the option to came in and um another thing was that two german scientists from the university of Leip- leipzig sports scientists will evaluate all formulas and we will get the best formula uh, possible and so I was very just very excited about it and I said hey we will we we will get um a very great and good formula soon and um but um It wasn't possible to get more information about that. And um, yeah, and then um, the IPF points came out, I think in the early 2018, no, um, 2019, Uh, January 2019. And I just tried some things with my calculator and say, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, These original IPF points are um, totally not what good formula should do yeah
1: so what were um what were the things that made you say what the fuck? what was actually wrong
2: um there were a couple of things um the first thing is um um the logarithm it's a logarithmic formula a log normal function and um, a logarithm is very um very stick to his curve Like uh, you cannot change the curve in IPF points. When you change some point in IPF points, you change the whole formula. You cannot say, oh, my data say, um, the heavyweights should get a bit less points or just get a bit more points. You will change the whole formula. Like it turns, you turn just the the curve. So when the heavies got points, the light will lose points. So it's very um, foreseen what happens. And that is the first point. You cannot picture the, this complex board because, as I said, the, like and Heather Connor have to pull uh, the same 45 centimeters diameter like a Ray Williams or a Tony Cliff. And um, they have all the same uh, 91 centimeters in bench press. And the second point is um, Joe Marksteiner, the inventor of the formula. He used uh, the 50% mean uh, of all datas he has. Um, and the problem about this is um, the data curve, like you, you, you take a percentile, like the 50%, 50% are better than me and 50% are, are not be- better than me. And um, that was his main data, these 50%. And this curve in 50% is totally different to 10% or 5% or 1%. It just kind of, the reason for this is um, if you do strength sports um, and you gain weights, you go heavier and you go heavier and you go stronger. So the the amount of beginners in the lighter classes is much bigger than in the heavier classes. That's one reason. and. Um, it leads into um, totally confusing stats. He, he, he calculated from the mean 50% to the top of everybody. And that's also the reason why a bench presser could have 1,100 IPF points and the best equipped lifters in the world have just 850 IPF points or 800. And it's totally not comparable. Um, I can hear you. Here, you will. here
1: we go. Ah, Try no, again. No, yeah. I muted myself so that I could cough. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to say what you said again and tell me if I've got it correct. So when they calculated the IPF points that they used across the weight classes, the 50% mean. So the score that they would expect somebody who was exactly in the middle of the data set to get, but yeah. in lighter weight classes, there are more beginners. And so the 50% mean might be a worse performance objectively than heavier weight classes because normally as we lift, we gain muscle and we gain weight. And so there are probably fewer beginner 120 kilo lifters than there are beginner 74 kilo and 83 kilo lifters. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's correct. And you can also prove it if you compare the juniors with the open and the masters. the, the, the Orient, the distribution is, is, is very clear. You, you can see that um, I made an Instagram post about that. It's very easy to prove that, um, that is a, there's a different between, uh, yeah, lighter and heavier and more experience.
1: Okay. Um, so those are some things that were wrong with IVF points. Was there anything yeah. that you thought was actually quite good about the system?
2: Um, I don't think so, no. <laughs> uh, um, I like the, uh, the mathematical method in, in general, uh, the log normal. Um, if, if, if all the assumptions he made w- were correct, it would be a very great formula. But uh, he made assumptions who just weren't correct. He just said you have um, a normal distribution in every class. And that was his assumption. And um, it, it was his main assumption. And he couldn't prove that in his proposal, but um, he said he proved it. But uh, even the, even the um, German scientists say um, it's not very, the theoretical background of this formula is very weak. Um, and I was very confused why uh, they still use, uh, choose this formula and also um, his data the data used he um, just put in a lot of data like if you have open powerlifting and choose all the data uh, in the usa you have a um, a big amount of um, youth lifters which are 13 14 years old and they were also included in that data and um, i think um, it disturbs everything it, it makes all um, not very clear and not not correct just it's he his thoughts were too simple that's my opinion about ipf points original ipf points
0: so you've mentioned some of the shortcomings with um the Wilkes formula and with the ipf points and then you've obviously used that to help create the dots formula so how have you addressed their shortcomings and how does your method differ from those methods
2: yeah, um, my, my, my central point was um, the first thing is uh, to use a polynomial like Wilkes because polynomial is very flexible. You can uh, you can change uh, the, the differences between heavy classes and middle classes and lighter classes very um, very good and very exact. Um, the the problem with this is um, you have to be a, have a smooth curve, not an overfitting. So um, I tried a lot with other formulas, or other type of formulas, like uh, an exponential function or a logarithm or um, other um, um, other approaches. But my, my main opinion was a, lo- a polynomial would be fit best. And the main point is which data you use. Do you use all the data? You use uh, just uh, a, a top data, a top percentile data. And I think every method is not not even the best. The percentile is just you have uh, like 10,000 lifters in the 83 and you pick up the top 10%. And the other lifters like in, in the super heavyweight, you have 2,000 lifter data and you take the Top ten percent and th- you compare these percentage the, the 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 mean of these percentage that's um one possibility. The other possibility is you take like Wilkes, like you take the top twenty or top ten of every class and compare them uh, and the third method would be uh, just uh, look at the world records but um the main problem is to you have to rate these data because uh very big outliers in the data um, couldn't very uh, disturb the, yeah, disturb what uh, the outcome of, of the formula. Like if you have um, Ray Williams in the super heavyweight, he's very far away from all the other lifters. And um, if you have, you calculate with him or without him can make a huge difference. And so I, I um, I invented a new um, method like rate to rate the niveau of the class. And uh, the main thing in this is to compare the mean top five or top 10 although the mean number of lifters with the prospective world record. Like in a 100 meter sprint, I did that first for, for some light, light athletics. If you take the last five years and you take the world record and you look at the mean top five, how far away are they from the world record? And that's kind of how is the Nevo? And it's also in, the, in, the, in powerlifting, you can see it, um, like in the, for the man's in the 83 kilo class, um, they are much more far away from this top because how many people in the world do 83 kilo powerlifting and how many people do running? <laughs> So um, I tried it with different sports and different uh, data of powerlifting, and you see very clear the nevo of the of the class. And this all, this this was also the basis for me the foundation to compare heavy with lighter classes and men with women, and just to, to rate the nevo. And uh, I used that f- to make. Um, to to count these outliers better to 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 um yeah to uh i'm searching for the word <laughs> um to to rate the different data and i put these data together and make a polynomial above it and uh, like with a numerical method i um prevent overfitting um the yeah and um and the outcome of this method, there were like 500 different formulas came out and just compare these form, compare these formula with the data and, and uh, pick the, the, the best one. Yeah. And that was the way (laughs) it's sorry, when it's not so easy to understand it's uh, I I should have a board like, and and (laughs) painting it on.
1: I think you're doing a very good job. And I I think I understand. So when you, when you group the the very top performers in say sprinting and compare them to the world record um Mm. and when you do the same thing for powerlifters how um how similar is the relationship is there a very big gap between the top five sprinters and the world record compared to the top five heavyweight powerlifters and their world record or is it very similar
2: no no it's 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 a different um, I made an Instagram post of it um, like a year ago and um, just uh, it was just an example. Uh, the 100 meter sprints, it's uh, the mean top five of the last uh, five World or L- Olympics is about uh, 96.9% of the world record. And in the 83 kilo class uh, men's classic, it's 92.8%. In the 63 kilo class of women, it's 89.1%. Um, so the difference are very clear. And if you look at the people who do the sports, um, it's, it's very logical that um, you have more talented lifters in the top. You will ever every time have uh, some unique lifters, like one lifter who's so amazing that nobody will reach him. But if more and more people do the sport, you will have more and more people who come came very close to it.
1: So from what, from what you said, the larger gap between, between the top five women and the very best competitors, <clears throat> is that because you think the the pool of women competing is smaller than the pool of men or yeah, just that yeah. the top lifters are greater outliers? Is that what you're saying?
2: Um, of course, both is possible, and um, the the you you have to um, you have to look at the data as a as a lifter. I, I can I, I think I can I can relate uh, how how good a lifter is in a class. When you see like uh, Jen Thompson, uh, she's such a big outlier in 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 so many ways. Mm. If you just look at her bench press, it's it's so amazing, and when you just stick to the data. Every formula will have a um, very bad outcome for the 63 kilo class because everybody would say, "Hey, you're just 70% of Gen Thompson." So you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and the one thing is to to relate this niveau in the perspective class, and the other thing is when you have a curve, a smooth curve, like my polynomial, you you, you go over these data, you will. Um, just flatten the curve, like, <laughs> um, yeah, like from the from the lower and the hi- higher classes. Um, you find a a mean between the different datas, and uh, that's that's a way you can can uh, bring out these outliers. And it's also uh, in this way I also compared raw and equipped lifting because my first intention was to make uh, two different formulas for raw and equipped, but. Um, after I put in all these um, Nevo calculations and all these flattening flatten of the curve, it was so similar that I decided to have one formula like in Wilkes. Um, because I think you cannot compare raw and equipped. It's just like a different sports. But the, the, the bodies are the same. Like the, the smaller lifters have the same bar size in raw and equipped. Um, the only difference is how the equipment um, give you more possible, more um, more kilos. And um, I found a light deviation in the lighter women, for example. If you ever wrapped a light woman, you will know, because uh, you're finished with wrapping and there's so many, uh, you can, can put so many more... Uh, revolutions. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, And, and that are but these differences are so small compared to um, other formulas, the difference are much smaller than the difference to other formulas. So I decided to to stick to one formula for men and one for women.
0: Um, a shortcoming that Wilkes has admitted to his own formula is no separate bench press formula. Is that something that you're looking at as well?
2: Yeah, I also looked at Bench Press and um, I heard that Robert Wilkes uh, want to use a new Bench Press formula. Um, I had a conversation with him um, via email um, a year ago about formulas and he said um, something like uh, Gaston Parage was such a bad word for him. <laughs> uh, he won't accept a different Bench formula. And as I have had a look at all this bench data, this bench data are much, there are much, much more holes in it, um, as in the um, three lift data. And that makes it very difficult to find a very good bench press formula. Um, they're the, just not enough data, I think. And so I just compared my uh, formula with the bench press data and say, hey, that fits very fine. And when I now look at the uh, differences between, GLP and IPF and Wilkes and Glossbrenner and Richel, Um the differences are also bigger between the formulas as inside dots between bench press and three lift. So that was a reason I wanted to uh, to stick with uh, with just one formula for men and one for women. Um, but I think maybe in a couple of years when we got more and more people who bench press we say, oh yeah, you seen, we see now uh, that in this formula or this formula, this group of people seems to have an advantage, but um, the data we have, it's not possible for me.
1: So the thing that most lifters are most interested in with these points is actually finding out who is the best. So mm-hmm. w- with dots points, who are the lifters? Who are the biggest standouts? When you look back at, recent championships and what would be considered a a world-class score in dots points
2: um actually um i choose the same pound amount point amount uh in dots like in wilks so um if you take the top lifters and um take the mean in wilks and in dots you will have the same amount of points so um everybody knows what his Wilkes is, and what the Wilkes of uh, like world-class powerlifters is, and in DOTS is the same. Like I had to look up um, for um, Taylor Edwards. He's, um, I just have to calculate fast. He is about 570 DOTS points. And it's nearly the same he had in Wilkes. Um, and you see very fast with DOTS what is the difference to Wilkes. Because if you see you have more dots than Wilkes, you see, ah, the formula gives me a bit more points. And if you have less points, you see, ah, I lost something from the formula.
1: Mm, yeah, I about, gained a few points, so I was very happy. That's why I asked you on, <laughs> I was happy.
2: <laughs> yeah, and when you see all the new formulas like GLP and IPF points and even the new Wilkes formula, um, they have totally different sizes of points. And maybe that's a reason why. Um, maybe that's a reason because a lot of people like dots because it's honest. You see directly if you gain or if you lose against Wilkes. and Wilkes is is the formula we all are um, very um, familiar with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know we know Wilkes for for long years, so um, it's very easy to see what dots do, and. Um, it's just honest and you have to analyze it with math and, and, and I did also, (laughs) I had to, 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 to know what, what is GLP? Uh, Hey, now I have 100 points or 90 points. Uh, What does that mean? Or like in new works, uh, now I have 500 points. Hey, that's 50 points more. Hey, but the other guy have 70 points more. Damn. Um, it's just not easy to, to compare.
1: So how widespread is use of dots now?
2: Um, the first um, competition used DOTS was uh, the Insanity meet in Germany. It's a fat-free meat from a lot of people um, who are friends of mine and uh, he, um, they make a great job to do a fat-free competition for everyone. And uh, they saw the formula and said directly, yeah, that's a great formula. We tried it and we will take it over. But uh, in that time, it was still um, a voting in Germany to take it for our team competitions. Like, as I said, in IPF points, you cannot compare raw and equipped or or men or women. And we have mixed team competitions in Germany, the German Bundesliga, powerlifting Bundesliga. And um, not it's equipped. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, we, I, the first intention was to make half a formula we can use without using IPF points to, to, to keep this league, this team league running. And that was second to uh, take dots over um, the German team league. Then uh, Germany, the German Powerlifting Federation, there was a, a vote at the yearly, um, at the yearly, um, um, the yearly meet of every uh, parts of the German powerlifting federations. And there was a, vo- a, a vote for it. And it was uh, with one, with one uh, vote. So everyone voted for taking dots instead of IPF points because uh, they all said we cannot use Wilkes because the IPF don't want to see the word Wilkes anymore everywhere <laughs> in the IPF. And one day later it was uh, Switzerland, Swiss powerlifting choose Um after that abs pro from ireland uh, running by the abs um, it's a powerlifting club um, run by jay Ferrand. he's also the irish head coach he choose to use dots um, in his uh, it's also fat free meat series uh, very great series um you have to see the live stream of it it's it's with live metal bands and the fire spitters and uh, yeah and then the irish powerlifting federation also vote for it and uh, then uh, the icelandic powerlifting federation vote for it to use it and um, that are the official um, uh, the, the official um, federations using it for now. There are some other very small competitions used it, uh, like uh, small bench press competitions or small deadlift comp- competitions. But um, don't want to mention all now. Um, and a lot of other countries where was war were <laughs> sorry were very into it, uh, but um, they have to wait for uh, their uh, annual um, annual meetings.
1: So have you have you actually now been in contact with the IPF or with Robert Wilkes and seen whether they would be interested in using your formula themselves?
2: Um, I had contact to Robert Wilkes about a year ago. Um, I sent him the formula and also IPF points and he responded to me that um, he got a lot of shit since IPF points came out. And uh, as looking at my chart, um, he think... Uh, dots no he he don't said dots is good he said dots don't seems to be such shitty like something like <laughs> that but kn- everybody
1: is very Robert Wilkes he said dots doesn't seem too shitty is that like yeah,
2: yeah that, that's a and everybody who knows Robert Wilkes told me oh that's a great compliment from him <laughs> and <laughs> um uh, but I just sent him my man's formula not my woman's formula and um it seems to influence him a bit. I, I'm not sure because his new formula, the Wilkes-2, if you compare from 74 to 120, the man's are like the same. It's just um, 19% more points they get. Like instead of five, 400, they get, get got 500, but it's it's less than 1% different. So um, it's very close um, in the in the in the in the in the range between 74 and 120. What is the, I think the main range in powerlifting, just in the very heavy weights, uh, it's like two percent different, not uh, also not very much. So Wilkes two and dots are very close for men. Woman, it's it's a bit bit more differences, but uh, yeah, woman is also very 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 um, hard thing to compare because every formula make, uh, do, do another, um, make us, uh, ah. every formula have another comparison of women to men. And that's very difficult to analyze. What about the
0: uh, IPF? Have you been in contact with them at all?
2: Oh yeah, I had um, after, um, I had a couple of talks with, um, my uh, German Federation. A lot of people from the German Federation talk to the IPF and say, hey, this formula is very good. We will, we will use it on the national level. And I talked to Kopayev, the inventor of uh, the GLP points in Helsingborg and in Kaunas, and talked with him a lot of uh, good relative formulas. And that's the reason I know how we make his formula. And also he changed his formula like three times um, until now. And he told me I should have made a proposal of a f- a proposal, to the IPF because Gaston Parage told him to make an own proposal for the new version of his points. And that's the reason I wrote a um, proposal to the IPF, including um, a re-evaluation and I sent it to the IPF and had a lot of support uh, from from France and from other countries, from Germany, and also the countries who already accepted it. Even in Iceland, the vice president of the IPF was in the meeting where they choose um, the DOTS formula. And he said, yeah, it's good because uh, we make pressure to the IPF to get rid of these original IPF points. And then I heard nothing from them. Uh, then Eva Spät wrote me that um, they cannot um, choose DOTS for the IPF because it wasn't included in the 2018 evaluation and I told her that the evaluation was not very good because um, they just use Robert Marksteiner's data and his method to prove that his formula is the best. So um, um, there were no, um, no border conditions made by the IPF for the evaluation. They just told some scientists, hey, do an evaluation and the scientists have nothing to do with powerlifting. They just did what they thought was best. And she told me, now you cannot be included because you weren't at the evaluation. And uh, I guess three weeks later, we all heard about a new formula, the GLP points, and a new evaluation, a new formula, never seen uh, this coefficients before. And the evaluation was made by um, Kopayev and uh, Alexander Kopaev. And Kopaev um, was the inventor of the formula and he made the evaluation that his formula is the best. So um, yeah, for me, it was uh, very, very shit, very, um, yeah. It's very hard for me to, to, to take the IPF very serious about that because uh, t- telling me that they cannot include dots in an evaluation because it wasn't proposed to 18 and then make a new formula and a new evaluation and just say, uh, these formulas better um yeah but um they also said that they um think that the 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 all the national federations should use gl points too but uh, it's not a duty for a for a national federation every federation can use their own point system it's possible but they say um like uh, i have to look it up um they um they wanted not, they cannot force the members to, but they said uh, like um, it is a duty for all member federation using the one and same body weight calculator around the world instead to mix it up with other. And that is reference to dots because they know uh, many federations want to use dots. So uh, you mentioned um, good lift points,
0: Tim. Um, yeah. How much do we know about the mathematics behind that? And how does it differ
2: from your formula? Actually, um, the GoodLift points is um, much better than the original IPF points. Um, I have to say that. Um, it's, still different, uh, uh, it's still a big difference to dots. Depends on which class you use. As an IPF points, you use eight different formulas. Um, GL points also use eight different formulas. So you have one, formula, com- uh, one coefficients for man, classic man equipped man bench classic man bench equipped and so on and for the woman also four formulas and um, when you compare the 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 formula itself um it's an exponential formula an exponential function with a limit like a, a growth function um a limited growth function and um it's not as bad. The growth function is much more flexible than the logarithm at the original IPF points. So you can change more, but it's still very in a in very easy mathematical approach. You have just three coefficients. And with the three coefficients, you have to picture the whole world of powerlifting. And uh, DOTS, for example, we, I have five coefficients in a, in a fourth grade polynomial. And um, that leads into that the curve is more flatted. So the curve is more um, against the outliers, I think. Um, you, have, you are not so flexible in making that formula. The data he used was the top 16%, he, told, he said in the new evaluation. As I talked to him in December, it was top 19%. and the, um, and at that time, the formula was about 500 points. Now he changed it again to 100 points. So um, Kopayev changed that formula like three times. And uh, I guess that I influenced um, him too with dots. Yeah, and um, it's, it's, um, it's a method you can use. It's more like a philosophy. He just take the top 16% of all data and make a curve through it, he don't rate the Nevo. And um, I made comparisons, some comparisons, um, dots with GL points. And the equipped for men is very similar. Also the equipped three lift for women, but the raw is very different. It's a very big difference between the formulas. So um, itself, the GL points equipped and the gl points classic it's it's a huge difference between them for example if you're a nine, 59 kilo lif, lifter uh, i just just have to make uh, the data the 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 very light weights lose a lot in um, in gl points uh, 66 59 53 kilo um, and it's the worst ever since um, i compared every formula, like Rieschel, Glossbrenner, Wilkes, Malone, um, all the formulas, like uh, 10 different formulas. And GL points is um, the worst for the very lightweights and um, the middle gain a lot. So like 83 to 105 is uh, gain a lot from um, from GL points, classic. Equipped, it's, it's another thing, they gain a lot. <laughs> So um, the insight difference between um, classic and equipped is very huge in GL points. So if you talk about GL points, you have also different from equipped and from from raw. And it's the same uh, with the women and also with the bench press.
1: So I just got a good lift points calculator um, on my phone to have a look at the numbers and just play around. And my, my last, my total from nationals last year was 675 kilos at about yeah. 92 kilos in body weight, which is 431 dots points and 426 or something Wilkes around there. Um, and if I take 50 kilos off that total, oh, yeah. six, 625, that takes it below 400 Wilks, but it only loses six dot points. So it was 88 dot points. 88.77, it goes down to 82. If I lose 50 kilos.
2: G- GL if, points.
1: GL points, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But right. if I add 50 kilos and go to 725, which I think is a very good total, that's 463 dots points, it only gains seven. So it seems like the curve, it seems like the points are very compressed. For me to get below 80, 80 good lift points, I'd have to total five hundred and 500 and something, um, 580 or something like that. 595 at 90 kilos seems very strange or 610. I think it is. Yeah. 610. So it seems like the scores are all very sandwiched between like quite intermediate lifting and very advanced lifting in, in that formula. Is that the case?
2: Not really um, because, um, it's a coefficient formula. You have the formula and you just get out a coefficient for you, like to multiply with your total. And um, just um, you s- when you see the formula from GoodLift, there's a 100 in that formula. And if you see the formula f- of dots, there's a 500 in it. And if you just um, replace the 100 with a 500 in the GL formula, you have the same range. Um like about 500 points and plus minus um, compared to the total. So it's just uh, confusing for the lifters to say, hey, I just need two points. But two points are like 10 points in Wilkes. Like it's it's a five times point. So we will see much more fights for... um, for the lower digits behind the the comma, so um, the yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a different, I guess. The IPF just don't want to see the same points like Wilkes. So, as IPF points came out, is what's all about 700, 600, 700, and now they make a new formula, it's about 100, 80, 90, 100, and they just don't like these 400, 500 thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Right. Uh, I think it's very confusing. Um but uh, I just compared the percentiles. So if you if you look how which total you have in the 93 I look like I look at the 93 kilo class it's it's for me it's mainly the middle class uh, like th- the middle of the data. And I looked at the middle classes and I just putting the total in for the same points you need. Like you have um, like what you said, 80 points, 88 80, points, yeah, 88 JL points. So and I compare then. What do you need for a total? Um, in the 100 kilo class or in the in the super heavyweight or in the 74 kilo class to get 88? And then what is your dots like? four 430? 431. 431. And then I look. What do you need? for uh to get 431 in uh, with dots and you have two curves then and you can compare who needs more total to beat you and he needs less total to beat you and I also did that especially for the 93 kilo class i calculated with a total of 630 <laughs> uh, and compared the curve of the formulas and if i look at the the dots points against uh, the GL points in man's classic, um, it's very similar between 93 and 66. But uh, in the 120, you need like 10 kilos more total to beat you. And in the 150 kilo class, you need about, let me see, 20 kilo more total instead of IPF points. So that's very, uh, very good for me to compare different formulas that that's what I did. That makes good sense. Okay. I yeah. Um,
1: I think we should wrap this discussion up, but before we do, Tim, I'd love for you to tell us, um, what, like, what you would like to see in the future with point systems in powerlifting, what would be the perfect, perfect outcome for everybody?
2: I think the perfect formula would be, in 100 years when no world record is possible to break so every class has reached his highest level every world record has the same amount of points that would be the perfect formula
1: and in terms of the formulas that we all use in different federations would you prefer everybody use the same one or would
2: be would be great but uh I guess no non-IPF federation would use a formula called IPF points and the IPF will never use a formula called Wilks because um, yeah, they just don't like each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, we're going to take a break and we'll come right back and ask Tim our four questions that tell us everything that we need to know about a person.
0: Welcome back to the show. We're still here with Tim and we're going to hit him with the four questions that tell us everything we need to know about a person. So he's decided to fly in blind. So he hasn't prepared at all. He doesn't know what the questions are. Are you ready to go, Tim? I'm ready. First question is, if you could take anyone out to dinner, dead or alive, who would it be?
2: My wife.
1: <laughs> That's cute. I feel, like,
0: I feel like we've banned that answer because a lot of people have said it. So you've got
2: to pick someone else.
0: Who are you going to dinner with your wife to see?
2: Okay. Uh, let me think. Um, Oh, that's a hard one. Um, maybe, um, my mom because she died when I was 18. Well,
1: that's very sad. How old are you now? I'm 30. And were you close with your mom? Obviously.
2: Um, she was um i didn't have a dad since i was um 6 years old so um i had a really good relationship to her but um yeah i just um would um yeah would would like to 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 think was what i i like would like to see what she thinks about um the life i did up to now and um my family, my brother, my sister, just, just that would be interesting for me.
1: Did your, did your wife meet your mother before she passed?
2: No, no. Oh, well, as, as, as I met my wife, um, I was 23. So my, uh, my mother was dead for five years.
1: Well, that would be something else special to show your mom as well. The woman that you've married.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. We'll let you off the hook. Question two,
0: Alex. Um, who is your favorite athlete of all time?
2: Oh, that's a hard one. The favorite athlete of all time. doesn't have to be powerlifting could be any sport.
1: They don't even have to be a good athlete. You just have to like them.
2: Oh, it's also very hard. <laughs> um, what sports do you follow? um uh, besides powerlifting
0: You mm. can be um, a powerlifter
2: yeah i follow a lot of sports but not as uh, as intense as powerlifting um, so you
1: haven't anytime. made a complete formula using all of the data ever on any other sport
2: <laughs> no 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 not yet <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there's such such many great athletes um but i i i i just it's very hard for me to, to to choose one athlete. I think it's the best. So um, there are a lot of great, great athletes in every sports. Um,
1: what was the last sport that you went to watch live?
2: Um, football, football, I think. Uh, yeah, except for powerlifting.
1: And who do you support in football?
2: Uh, just my, my home, uh, my home football club from Cologne um but uh, it's it was just for me more to have fun with friends like to 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 watch the game so i like I of course like to watch the game but um it was more the thing to be t- together there with friends mm-hmm. and um motor motorsports i am um, i every year we went to the 24 hour race on the nürburgring in germany but it's also more a thing to to hang out with friends but I actually um, have no athlete. Uh, I say, who's so uh, okay? Better sh- should have chosen to prepare for the answers because <laughs> Maybe. I just I just cannot tell you. Um,
1: okay, I'll give you a different question.
2: Okay, do
1: you, <laughs> no, thank you. That's okay. Do you have a um, Do you have a hero? Somebody that you really look up to?
2: Mm, also, not really <laughs> <laughs> um I think a lot of people in the world are very smart, and some people are not very smart. It's uh, very interesting to see right now with uh, all this corona crisis to see who's more smart than other people <laughs> but um no, I don't have a real hero i i have um maybe I have people in in different kinds of um di- different kind of parts of the life. To look up for because i know athletes i look up for um, um on a huge way uh, because they are so so hard working onto his uh, their performance but um i'm not very um looking up to them in in other things they do in, the, in their life so um i i don't really have have a hero i would say but um my favorite hero is hulk <laughs> So an from the from anime. the Marvel from the Marvel uh, universe, uh, Hulk is my favorite uh, hero. Sure. Just in in Avengers Part One when he smashed Loki, that's favorite scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. On that exact note, question three is: Which movie character or television character do you most look like?
2: Oh, you should tell me um i look like
1: you look a little yeah you've got the sort of walter white facial hair happening do you you know <laughs> back- uh
2: no i just watched the first season um a couple of years ago so i'm not very into it um and the last time we uh, used to watch more movies than a series when we have time here uh, but um I think I'm not sure who I look like. I just got a message from from um, a girl I know from the Europeans Encounters, and they told me there was a mobile game, and I look totally like the guy in the mobile game from Bloody Roads, California. Stand right and die together. <laughs> I can show well, one. What's it called? Yeah, she, she sent me that And she said That's totally me
1: It does look a lot like you That can be our picture for this episode When we post it on Instagram Alex bloody roads California
0: Yeah I'm looking it up now
1: <laughs> He's got it Alright Tim the final question Yeah. So <laughs> If your If your life was being made into a movie montage So like a video clip yeah and you get to choose the music what would you set it to
2: the music oh um i have two favorite things for that uh, and, and and i thought of i think of two different uh, music i really like um like dropkick murphy's yeah i know the um, Dropkick Murphys. and i really like tenacious d <laughs> <laughs> so like a medley between the dropkick murphy's and tenacious d
1: <laughs> are there specific songs from either of them
2: um dropkick murphy's i like uh, shipping up to boston as everybody likes i guess and from tenacious d the belzibus song from uh, the movie with the devil and the and the and the pick
1: the pick of destiny is the movie. yeah yeah. yeah,
2: the the final Belzeboss song. That's that's my favorite one.
1: So the devil in that movie I think is played by Dave Grohl from the yeah, Spiders, you know, and drummer from Nirvana. Yeah. So he yeah, plays the yeah. devil in that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's also <laughs> very, very also very great part of the song when he goes up with his battle song uh against um the two guys. I, I love that scene, I uh, from Tenacious D. <laughs>
1: well honestly I would not have picked that music for you that surprised me a lot but I think that's really cool Uh, Tim you've got one more job which is to tell our audience where they can find you if they want to look you up on social media or find you elsewhere so go ahead
2: yeah um, you can uh, look at my Instagram profile Um, I don't really use a lot of Facebook at these times but uh, in Instagram uh my account name is cpt underline timmy so cpt timmy and timmy like t-i-m-m-y and um yeah that's it and contact me via instagram is the easiest way i think
1: sure well thank you everybody um my name is will i'm on instagram too at w.berkmanpt
0: I'm Alex, Alex Hayes underscore process. And also follow our podcast page, Weekly
2: Weights Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week.